All right, Jabosei, good morning. Let's begin by thanking our sponsors, to thank our Tamatora sponsors for the month of Shvat, to thank the Elbaum Mishpacha for dedicating all the Shi'urim and Drashos this month in commemoration of the yard site of Yaakov Koppel, Ben Avram Menachem, loving father and husband, Jerry Elbaum, we hope that in the merit of our Tamatora, the Neshama have an Aliyah and the family a Nechama. We thank, we thank Mrs. Bracha Strimber, our Talmud sponsor for the month of Shvats, for dedicating all the Shi'urim and Drashas this month in memory of her beloved husband, Avi, Avram ben Kalman Eliezer Halivi. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud the Neshama have an Aliyah and the family a Nechama. We thank our week of learning sponsor, the Getz family, in memory of Moshe Chaim's father and mother, Alter Hirsch ben Benyamin, and Chana Chaya Bas Moshe Zichronim Livracha. And we thank our Dafyomi sponsors for this morning, Menashe and Bracha Efron, for dedicating the Daf this morning for the eighth yard site of Beatrice Efron, Brana Bas Alter Yirachmiel, and for Baruch Meir and Rina Dubin for dedicating the Shir this morning in memory of Baruch Meir Dubin's grandfather, Moshe Mendel ben Zev, Zichron Livrach, on the occasion of his 31st yard site. We hope that in the merit of our Talmud Torah, the Neshamas will have an Aliyah and the families in Nechama. to all of our, all, all of the Mishpachos for their sponsorships. So we'll say with that, let us begin. So a lot to do today, Baruch Hashem. Today's daf is daf Samech, 60. And we are picking up on, we are picking up on Nuntes 59b. So we'll say we are picking up at Rami Le Rav Safra Lerav, which is, which is about 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, about 20, 21, 22 lines up from the bottom. It's right after, right after there's a period over there. So Rami Le Rav Safra Lerav. So we'll say Rav Safra posed a question to Rav. What was the question? So the Pasuk, as we both say, this, now remember, this is similar, this is similar to the Pasuk that we, and I apologize because I, I know that I, I blew through this, uh, you know, the last couple of lines of yesterday's daf. So if you remember again, so Rav Kahana brought up the psukim of Lo Yolin Chalev Chagi Ad Boker. So I think I, I, I might have mentioned that that Pasuk refers to Pesach, which I don't remember what I have to look, look, listen back to the show, which is not correct. That Pasuk is just talking about Stam Karbanos. So now the Gemara is bringing up a Pasuk by Pesach. And the Gemara says as follows. It says, Lo Yolin La Boker Zeva Chag Pesach. You cannot leave until the morning. Can't leave over until the morning. The offering of the Chag Pesach. Now I will say, to be clear, this is actually not referring to the carbon Pesach, but Bepasha is referring to the Chagiga. So on one hand it says, La Boker Hu De Lo Yolin. You can't leave it over until the morning. Ha Kol Halayla Yolin. But you can leave it over the entire night. So it sounds like as long as it is, as long as it is done by the morning, that's fine. But you can leave it out the entire night. I v'hoksiv olas Shabbos b'shabaso v'lo olas chol b'shabbos v'lo olas chol b'yamtem. But one second, the Torah says olas Shabbos b'shabaso, which I both say we learn means what? That halacha lemaisa, you could burn the ola of Shabbos on Shabbos, but you can't go ahead and burn the ola of Shabbos during the week. 
or the olav during the week on Shabbos, or the olav during the week on Yom Tov. That when you offer up a particular carbon on a particular day, it's only the carbon of that day which could be consumed on the Mizbeach that day. But if, let's say again, a carbon was offered up during the weekday, you can't offer it up on, you can't burn it on Shabbos. So you can't burn it on Yom Tibet. Remember, anything that is being consumed on Pesach, or anything being consumed on the first night of Pesach, was slaughtered by day. This is already brought up and it was answered. The Gemara says, What's the case to which the Pasuk is referring? It's referring to Erev Pesach, which fell out on Shabbos. Ultimately, again, therefore, anything offered up on that Shabbos can in fact be burned on the Mizbech over the course of the night. Why? Because any leftover fats or limbs or carbonic matter that were slaughtered on Shabbos could be burnt on the Mizbeach on Yom Tiv. So the Gemara says, Anon neko v'neima lei dahai kraba arba asar shechalios b'Shabbosu dechsiv lei. Are we going to say that this entire Pasuk in the Torah is only referring to a very specific circumstance of Erev Pesach falling on Shabbos? To which the Gemara says, Shavki l'kra dehudachik omokim anafsheh. Yes, Leave the Pasuk as it is, that the Pasuk is Dafka referring to a case where Erev Pesach fell out on Shabbos. Ultimately, since the Pasuk itself is difficult to interpret, it lends itself only to this very narrow interpretation. Good. So I say, ultimately, again, that ends this particular sugya. Now, the truth is, there is a lot of halacha that comes out of the, of the sugya that we just did. I, I don't know that we have time to go ahead and go through all of it. The only thing I, I will tell you is as follows, that the Rambam and Hilchos Karben Pesach, Perakalif Halacha Dal, because remember again, we, we were talking a lot about the timelines. Remember again, the way we were introduced to this Perak is what's the timeline for the Tamid. In yesterday's daf, the timeline grew a little bit, right? So remember again, what we were introduced to in the beginning of the Perak is the Tamid Shal Bein Tamid Shal Shachar is the first parak, is, is the, is the first offering. Tamid Shal Bein is the last offering. And all sacrificial, all other karbanos occur within that window. In yesterday's daf, we saw actually that that's not, and I'm sorry, and with one exception, Karban Pesach. The Karban Pesach is offered up after the Karban Tamid. Okay. Yesterday's daf, we kind of expanded on that a little bit. And we saw, well, first of all, there is something offered up before the Tamid Shel Shachar. And what is that? That's the morning Ketoras. The morning Ketoras, in fact, is offered up before the Tamid Shel Shachar. What we were also introduced to, by the way, is not necessarily sacrificial items, but additional temple services of the Ketoras and the Menorah. So if you remember, we saw two conflicting brises as to when Pesach occurs in relationship to Ketoras and Menorah. In Brisa number one, it was Tamid Pesach Ketoras Menorah. In Brisa number two, it was Tamid Ketoras Menorah Pesach. So, Bose, that's important. Let's just end off. We know again. There's a lot more halacha, which will, which hopefully we'll get into one of these days. But listen to this. So the Ramam in Hilchos Karben Pesach Perak Aleph Halacha Dalit writes as follows. The, the Rambam writes, he, okay, he goes on, he says, So number one, we shech the Pesach after the Tamid. Okay, so that already we saw from the first Mishnah. So 
Shabbos say, in fact, the way the Rambam understands it is as follows. That we offer up the Tamid Shabbat Arbaim, the afternoon Tamid. Then we go ahead and offer up the afternoon Kitores. Then the menorah is arranged. Mativ means the menorah is set up and arranged. Then the carbon Pesach is offered. And the carbon Pesach, the, the carbon Pesach then is shechted for the rest of the day because the menorah itself is not kindled until a little bit later in the afternoon. But Lemaisa, the, the, the menorah itself is arranged before the offering of the carbon Pesach. Okay, so at least now we have a little bit greater clarity on our timeline. There's a couple of other additional interesting cases in the Ramam, but we'll have to, we'll save them for a different time. Mishnah. Pesach Sheshachu. So I'll say now we're going to get, now that we've established our timeline, we're going to get a little bit deeper into some of the halachos concerning Karben Pesach. So Pesach Sheshachu Shalom Deshmo, Vikiba Vahalach Vizarak Shalom Deshmo. So I'll say here's the case. Let's say you shechted your Karben Pesach Shalom Deshmo. Now I'll say, now what, what, what does that mean? You, you shechted it not for the sake of Pesach. So what did you shecht it for? So Rashi says, you shechted it L'Shem Shlomim. Remember, Karben Pesach is a shlamim. It is a shlamim offering. In that, I mean, the Arsha say, it's in the shlamim family. In that, remember again, what's a carbon shlamim? Carbon shlamim is any carbon where part of it is consumed by the owner, part of it is consumed by the kohanim, and part of it is consumed on the mizbech. Hence the name shlamim. It makes shalom because everyone gets a piece. So in this case over here, you shechti your current Pesach, shalom Not for the sake of Pesach, but rather for the sake of Shlomim. Or, Vikiba Bahalaf, Vizarak Damashalishmo, you went and you did Kabbalah, Holacha, Zrika, remember again, Kabbalah means the receiving of the blood, sacrificial blood, Holacha, the transport of the blood from where you are ultimately to the Mizbech, and Zrika, the sprinkling of the blood. Or, well, again, we'll define what this means in the Yemar, you offered up the Karim Pesach. Vishmo and Shalom Vishmo. Both, both for the sake of carbon Pesach and for the sake of Shlamim. See here you had dual Kavana. Vishmo and Shalom Vishmo. Oh, Shalom Vishmo Vishmo. Or you offered it up for the sake of Shlamim and carbon Pesach. So both say, what the Gemara is pointing out, what the Mishnah is pointing out over here is you had both Kavanas in different orders, right? In case number one, you had in mind ultimately again, Shalom and Shalom Lishmo for the sake of Pesach, for the sake of Shlomim. In case number two, for the sake of Shlomim, for the sake of Pesach. Puzzle. In all of these cases, it's puzzle. Okay. Kate said Lishmo Vishalishmo. Both say, what's the example of Shlishmo and Shalom Lishmo? Lishem Pesach, Lishem Shlomim. Shalom Lishmo, Livilishmo. What does it mean, Shalom Lishmo and Lishmo? Lishem Shlomim, Lishem Pesach. So we'll say it sounds like just like it's just well that sounds like it's just different order, right? Shalom lishmo and lishmo means I have in mind that it should be for shlamim and it should be for pesach, and lishmo v'shalosh means I have in mind that it should be for pesach and for shlamim. Okay, let's analyze. Says the Gemara, Bayrat Papa Say this is a great kasha. When we talk about the fact that now I have a carbon pesach and I'm offering it up. Let's say, Lishmo and Shalom Lishmo, for the sake of Pesach and for the sake of Shlomim. When are those two kavanas occurring? Are they occurring in one avoda, one sacrificial process? Like, for example, I will say, does it mean that when the Kohen is sprinkling the blood, during the act of sprinkling it, first he has kavana for Pesach, then he has kavana for Shlomim, or does it mean that he has two different kavanas 
in two different avodos. So let's say, for example, during Shechita, he has in mind for Pesach, and during Kabbalah, he has in mind for Shlamim. So what, what are we talking about? When we speak about two Kavanas, is it two Kavanas in one avoda, or two Kavanas in two avodos? So the Gemara says, Tinan, so I'm sorry. So do we say that it's two kavanas in one avoda? So let's talk about this in just a moment. There's a Machlokes, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir. If you take a look at Rashi, it is Rashi in Di'i Rabbi Meir. It's the last Rashi on the daf. Both say, listen to this. So very simply, the halo, that we know that there's a concept of Tumura. Tumura means that you're not allowed to swap out a sacrificial animal. So for example, if you designate your sheep as a, as a Shlomim, you can't change it to a Chatos. Right? You can't, sw- you can't swap it out for another, for another animal, for a chatos. But we'll say, so let's say in this particular situation, let's say a person says, Harezet muras ola tmuras shlamim. I have a sheep, I have a sheep, and let's say I'm going to go ahead and offer it up as an ola. But instead I say this animal should be an exchange for an ola or for a shlamim. I say two things. It should be a tmuras ola tmuras shlamim. So what, what, what do I do with that? So interestingly enough, Rabbi Meir is of the opinion Tafas Lashon Rishon. Tafas Lashon Rishon means we look at the first thing you said and everything after your first statement is inconsequential. So if you said Timuras Ola, then ultimately it's a Timuras Ola. Rabbi Yossi holds Tafas or Bigmar Dvarav Adam Nitbas. Rabbi Yossi essentially says we look at everything you say. Literally it means is we look at the last thing you said. But what it really means is we look at everything you said. We look at everything you said. Now, the exact ramifications of the Tamura case are not really important for us right now. So let's focus on this. So the Gemara says, what's the case? Do we say, is the case of Karim Pesach with two avodos? We're talking up, I'm sorry. Is the case of Karim Pesach with two kavanas happening in one avoda? And Rabbi Osi is of the opinion that when you say multiple things, all of them are halachically relevant and important. Therefore, in the course of one avoda, if you have in mind for Pesach and Shlamim, Rabbi Yossi says, I'm sorry, you've just passed your carbon Pesach because you had erroneous kavana. The Gimara says, Di Rabbi Meir, Ha'amar Tafas Loshimishon. Because according to Rabbi Meir, we'll say, all we do is look at the first thing you said, and ultimately everything else is inconsequential. Top of Samach, Odilma, or the other possibility is, Bishte Avodos Tanan. That perhaps the Mishnah, when it talks about multiple kavanas, it's talking about multiple kavanas and two avodos. So, for example, by Shechita you had in mind for Pesach, and by Zrika you had in mind for Shlamim. And even Rabbi Meir who says that normally all we do is look at the first thing you said. That's only true by one avoda. But even Rabbi, even Rabbi Meir would hold that if you have two different kavanas in two different avodos, you will invalidate your carbon. You will invalidate the carbon. So we'll say, so this is actually a pretty profound machlokus. First of all, it's a generally profound machlokus. You know what I mean, Rabbi Yossi? That when a person says multiple things, when a person says multiple things, Ultimately, again, what defines their kavanas? So Rabbi Meir says, 
Tafas Lashon Rishon. Tafas Lashon Rishon. Whatever the first thing that came out of your mouth, that's your Kavana. Rabbi Yossi says, Tafas Afil Lashon Achron. No, everything that comes out of your mouth is consequential and gives us an insight into your Kavana. So I will say, if you think about it, also has a dramatic, you know, Hashkafic ramification about how do you look at people, right? So Rabbi Meir will say, Tafas Lashon Rishon. Right? You could tell a lot about a person by what comes out of their mouth first. Right? Especially perhaps in, in stressful circumstances or under duress. Kind of, how does a person talk? What does a person say? Toughest Lashen Rishon, look at what comes out. Whereas Rabbi Yossi will say, no, people are complicated beings. And ultimately, again, have many different kavanas and have many different hashkafas and have many different reactions. And no person is defined by one utterance, by one statement, or by one event. But rather, again, we are made up of multiple different things, multiple different utterances, multiple different kavanas, and multiple different hashkafas. I think it's a fascinating machlokis in human nature as well. Okay. So the goes back, back, back to Pesachim. So the Shaila is, when we speak about having two different types of Kavana and passing the carbon Pesach, is it two different types of Kavana in one Avoda or two different types of Kavana in two Avodos? Amri Ahiyah. So let's analyze this. Which case you're referring to? If you're talking about the case in the Mishnah of Shalom Lishmo and Lishmo, where first you have Kavana for Shlomim and then for Pesach, whether you're talking about that this is happening in one avoda or two avodos, so I will say, either way, the carbon should be invalidated. Why? Because once you begin with the wrong kavana, at the end of the day, the carbon is invalid. So we'll say, oh, because remember, according to Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi certainly holds that what you say first is consequential. He just holds that we also look at what you said last. The Gemara says, if you're talking about a case of Shalom Dishmo and Lishmo, we'll say that case where you start out with the Kavana L'Shem Shlamim, everyone will agree that the carbon is possible, right? And whether ultimately, again, you're beginning that, you're, or you're doing that in one avodo or two avodos is inconsequential. Once you begin the offering of a carbon Pesach for the sake of Shlamim, we're done. We're done. Because I want to say, I want to be clear, because it's a very important point. When the Gemara says that according to Rabbi Yossi, that we look at not just the first thing you said and also the last thing you said, it means... We even look at the last thing you said. In other words, we don't just mean, but once you say the wrong thing first, then by definition, you've shut down the sacrificial process. So rather, again, it, mu- it must be that our machlokis between one avod or two avodas must be talking about the second case, which is shalom and shalom where you begin the process, l'shem karban pesach, you begin the process in the right way, but somewhere along the way, your kavana switches to shlamin. Then our discussion is, okay, when is that happening? Is that happening in one avoda, or is that happening in two avodos? So my, what's talacha? So Tashma, let's analyze. So first of all, it's very important, because now we're narrowing it down a little bit. The case of shalom lishmo and lishmo, 
is a pretty quote-unquote easy case. Everyone is going to agree that what? The carbon is invalid, right? Because once you begin the sacrificial process with a kavana l'shem shlamim, then yes, it is going to be possible. The shayla is in l'shmo and shalom l'shmo, what's the halachas? Here we go. So my tashma hapesach sheshachdu shalom l'shmo, if you shech to the carbon pesach, shalom l'shmo for shlamim. What's the case? If you want to say that it's literally just as written, so we'll say, why do I need Shalodishmo by Shrita, Kabala, Holacha, and Zrika? After all, once you do the Shrita, once you do the Shrita, the shame shlamim and not the shame pesach. The carbon, by definition, is possible. Rather, it must be that what the gemara is saying is as follows: Hapesach sheshachtu shalol lishmo. If you shechted a carbon pesach shalol lishmo, the shame shlamim inami shachto lishmo v'kibel v'halach v'zarak shalol lishmo. Or even if you shechted it lishmo, but you did either kabbalah holacha and zrika shalol lishmo. Or inami shachto v'kibel v'halach lishmo, or maybe you did kabbalah, or excuse me, shchita kabbalah holacha lishmo, bezarak shalol lishmo, but you did zrika shalol lishmo. The havile shte avodos. Ultimately, you're gonna both say. So what do you see from here? That karm beizach is possible. So also, what do you see from here? You see from here that halacha lemaisa. Even if you begin the karban lishmo, but you do. One of the major sacrificial processes, shalolishmo, that what? That halacha lamaisa, the carbon is invalid. The carbon is invalid. And now this is showing you that even in shte avodos, right? Even though this is happening where? This is happening in two different avodos over here, right? So here I'm doing shchita lishmo, but I'm doing either kabbalah, halacha, zrika, shalolishmo, the carbon is invalid. Imasefa, yet look at the end of the Mishnah, lishmo vishalolishmo. So remember again, what, what's the case of Lishma and Shalom? Lishma, hey, Ridami. See, if you tell me that it's talking about two Avodos, then the Rasha and the Sefer are saying the same case. Rather, it must be talking about a case of Lishma and Shalom Lishma in one Avoda. And telling me that even Lishma and Shalom Lishma in one Avoda. Apostles the carbon. For Rabbi Yosihi, the Amar Af Bigmar Dvarab Adam Nitbas. And ultimately, again, it must be Rabbi Yosi who holds that what? That a person is held accountable for all of his utterances. And therefore, technically speaking, we'll say, let's say just in the process of Shechita, I begin the Shechita, the Shem Pesach, and then what happens? And then what happens? During the Shechita, my Kavana switches ultimately to Shlamim. The carbon becomes invalid. The carbon becomes invalid, right? Invalid, even though it's one avoda. The gemara says, "Lo, not necessarily the olam b'shte avodos." It could very well be that we're still talking about two avodos. The reisha diktani b'shchita, the kamechashe b'shchita. The reisha is talking about a case where I we'll say where I'm engaged in shchita and my kavana is by shchita. Inami kai b'zrika, the kamechashe b'zrika. We'll say furthermore again. Furthermore, again, or I'm doing Zrika, and I have in mind ultimately again for Zrika. So we'll say. So the first part of the Brisa, first part of the Mishnah, first part of the Brisa is to, first part of the Mishnah. Sorry, is talking about a case where 
I'm engaged in one avoda. I'm engaged in one avoda, and I have one consistent kavana throughout that avoda. But again, what the Mishnah is teaching me is, if you know I have the right kavana by shechita, if I have the wrong kavana by zrika or by one of the other avodos, that will invalidate the carbon. Okay, that's case number one. So both say, so let's just let's just kind of rack up our facts as we get them here. Even if you start out offering up the Kar Pesach with the right Kavana, so you be, you do Shrita L'Shem Pesach, but then you have the wrong Kavana, i.e. for Shlomim, by Kabbalah, Holacha, Zerika, the carbon is invalid. Okay, fine. Both say, but watch this. The Gemara says, Seifa, the second part of the Mishra's coming teaches something different. This is incredible. The Kaibu Shrita, the Kachoshev Bezerika. Wow. We'll say, listen to this case. In this case, over here, the same is going to teach you as follows. I'm doing shechita on the Quran Pesach. And by my shechita, what's my kavana? What's my kavana? L'shem Pesach. But as I'm doing the shechita, I think to myself, you know what? When I do the zrika, I'm going to have in mind to do the zrika, l'shem shlamim. <laughs> you hear this? This is incredible. So here, I, I'm doing the shechita for the correct purpose but I'm having the wrong kavana for a future avoda. So I'm doing the shechita l'shem Pesach, and I have in mind that the zrika is going to be l'shem shlamim. The kai b'shechita, the kachosh b'zrika, damar harini shochides ha-pesach l'shmo, lizrog damo shalom l'shmo. Well, as I said, literally, I have in mind that I'm shechting the carbon Pesach l'shmo, but I'm going to do the Zrika Shalom Shmo. Don't ask why. Don't ask why, right? The why of this doesn't matter. Why somebody would have this Kavana, right? That's inconsequential, right? We've, we've been learning Gemara for long enough to know you never ask the why. And I will say a case like this happening is, is probably very, very far-fetched. But remember, again, we're trying to go ahead and create principles. So whenever you want to create principles, to, it's actually helpful to use an exaggerated hyperbolic case because that's how you go ahead and isolate the concepts. So here, literally, I'm doing the shechita and I'm mamish tears coming down my eyes, l'shem mitzvah, Pesach. But you know, I, you know I'm going to do the zrika l'shem shlamim. So what happens in that case? So the Gemara says, we'll say, here's the principle that comes out. And Abba said the principle, the principle, ultimately again, that is being highlighted over here is that you could have kavana from one avoda to the next. So Abba said, so this is incredible. So what it's saying over here is that halacha lamaisa, you could have kavana. I'm, I want to be clear. I'm engaged in the shechita, but during the shechita, I have, and doing the shechita correctly, Shem Pesach, but during the shechita, I have in mind to go ahead and do the zrika, the shame shlamim. What's the status of the carbon? Invalid. Invalid. I've invalidated the carbon by having, by having kavana during one avoda for another avoda. Now, again, let me be clear. The, the problem is not thinking about zrika during shechita. The problem is, the problem is having kavana during shechita that I'm going to do zrika l'shem shlamim. So you see from here that kavana that is possessed by one avoda for another avoda could invalidate the carbon. Look at Rashi for just a moment. And this, by the way, apparently was a question that Rav Papa brought up. So Rashi says over here, so listen how dramatic this is. 
So the Gemara says over here like this. The Gemara says, if during Shechita, so I'm doing Shechita Lishma, but during Shechita I have in mind that I'm going to do Zurika Shalol Lishma. Rabbi said, let's say by the time I go ahead and I get to Zurika, I decide, you know what, now I'm going to do Zurika Lishem Pesach. The carbon is still invalid. Why? Because again, Rabbi said, since at the time of Shechita, I had in mind to do Zurika not for the sake of carbon Pesach, that automatically invalidates the carbon. So we'll say, pretty dramatic idea. So remember again, the Gemara is, quote, the Gemara is, Gemara is going ahead and so far teaching me two principles. Principle one is that if you do, let's say you, let's say you do the Shechit Lishma, Zrika Shalol Lishma, Kabbal Shalol Lishma, if you do one Avod Lishma, one Avod Enat Lishma, carbon is possible. That's Aleph. Base, right? Base. If you're doing Shechit Lishma, and during Shechita, you have in mind to do another avodah, Shalol Lishma, Kabbat Espasol. Chiddush being, even if by the time you get to that subsequent avodah, you end up doing it Lishma, your kavana to do it Shalol Lishma invalidates the carbon. Tashma. Oh, Shalol Lishma, Lishma, Apostle. So also remember again, second case was, you have in mind to do the carbon Shalol Lishma and Lishma. What's that case? What's the case of Shalol Lishma and Lishma? Hey, dummy. If you want to say he's talking about two avodos, hashda lishmo v'shalishmo amrit pasol. So we'll say that that's obvious. If you already told me that lishmo and shalolishmo is pasol, shalolishmo v'lishmo v'boy. So we'll say right to hear the kasha. If you already told me that lishmo and shalolishmo, where you're starting out lishmo and then you change it to shalolishmo, that's going to be pasol. Certainly a case of what shalolishmo and lishmo is going to be pasol. Rather, it must be talking about where you have these two different kavanas in one avoda. So we'll say, let's say by shechita, you begin the shechita, the shem shlamim, shalol the shmo, but then during the shechita, you switch your kavana ultimately again to the shmo. And the fact that the seifa is talking about one avoda, the Reisha must also be talking about one Avodah as well, to which the Gemara says, Lo, li olam avodos. Ultimately, again, the Seifa is perhaps talking about two Avodos as well. And really, I will say, you don't need the Seifa. Because I will say, it makes sense. Once you tell me that Lishmo and Shalol Lishmo is possible by two Avodos, then what I will say? It goes without saying that what? Shalom Lishmo and Lishmo we possibly to Abodos. Well, so I read, you hear the logic. Once you tell me, if you start out the right way and then go and then do something wrong, the carbon is invalid. Certainly what? Certainly what? If you start off the wrong way, even if you pivot to doing things right, of course the carbon is going to be valid. To which the says, you're right. You actually don't need the Seifa. You're right. And in reality, it's just, we'll say, for textual symmetry. It's really only, since we wrote the first case, we'll write the second case. So since we wrote a case of Lishmo and Shalom Lishmo, we'll also write the case of Shalom Lishmo and Lishmo. Even though, even though the case of Shalom Lishmo and Lishmo is incredibly intuitive. So Tashma, Shachto, I'll say this is great. Shachto, Shalom Lishmo, Shalom We'll actually spend some more time on this. This is actually tomorrow's daf, we'll see. Let's say you shechted the carbon Pesach 
for the for the sake of people who are not going to eat it. Shaloli och lov. Right, people who are not going to eat it, or people really, Rashi points out, who can't eat it. Let's say for a chola or a zakin, someone who's very old, someone who's very ill. So you had them in mind during the time of the shechita, but of course they cannot partake of the carbon pesach or shalol menuyev, or for people not registered for your chaburah. Both that we will discuss that in order to partake of carbon pesach, you must be registered, quote unquote, as part of a group before the carbon was shechted. Or la'arelim, uncircumcised individuals. Litmeyin, people who are tummy. So I'll say the point over here is, you're shechting your carbon Pesach for the sake of people who cannot partake of the carbon. What's the halacha? Puzzle, the carbon is invalid. So the Gemara says, This is obvious that it's talking about, again, one avoda. One avoda, right? Because also remember, again, in this case, it's one machshava. Right, you're having one machshava. So obviously, again, you're just having a machshava to shecht it for people who can't eat it. So you're having one machshava, one avoda. Now the Gemara says, "Umi the seifa ba'avoda achas, reishnami ba'avoda achas." And since the seifa, the second part of the Mishnah, because we view these Mishnahs as one unit, since that Mishnah is talking about avoda achas, it must be that our Mishnah is talking about avoda achas as well. To which the Gemara says, "No, no, no. Me the iri hakadisa v'hakadisa seifa ba'avoda achas." It's not necessarily just because the latter Mishnah is talking about one avoda. Our Mishnah could be set up as talking about one avoda or two avodos as well. Tashma, the ochlov v'shalol the ochlov kasher. Both say, listen to this interesting case. Let's say when you shecht your carbon pesach, you shecht it. Liochlov and shol liochlov. You have in mind to shecht it for people who can eat from it and from people who can't eat from it. So you have both of these kavanas when you go ahead and you shed your current Pesach. What's the halacha? Kosher. The Pesach is kosher. Okay, what's the case? Hey, dummy. In name of avodos. If you want to say he's talking about two avodos. And also maybe the case over here is where you had this erroneous mindset during Zriga. Now an interesting fact that we will see is that halacha lameisa if you have a machsheves psul, an invalid mindset regarding consumption by zirika, that does not go ahead and invalidate the carbon. It's what's called in machsheves ochlin bizrika. An invalid mindset regarding consumption does not invalidate by zirika. But yet again, by different avoda, like shechita, we're ultimately again, an erroneous mindset regarding consumption can invalidate the carbon. The carbon will be puzzle. I have a hot But I will say, we've learned elsewhere that if you, we'll say, so let's say, if, imagine the following situation. You have in mind that you, you, have, you have 10 people in mind who are going to eat from your carbon Pesach. But let's say, for argument's sake, only six of them are permitted to go ahead and eat from the carbon Pesach. We learned elsewhere, we'll see actually where we learned this, that what we call mixas ochlin lo pasla. Having in mind for some additional group who can't eat from the Pesach to partake of the Pesach does not invalidate the Pesach as long as what? As long as you have kavana for the right group. Okay, so the Gemara says, Ella amabez, Ella lav achas. Rather, it must be talking about where the invalid mindset is for one avoda. From this fact that the Seifa is talking about one Avoda. So remember again, we view these Mishnayas all as kind of flowing from the same place. So from the fact that Halacha Lamaisa, 
the latter Mishnah is by Avodachos. It must be that our Mishnah is by Avodachos as well. To which the Gemara says, No, me the Iriya Halkidi Isa, Vahalkidi Isa. Two different Mishnahis or two different cases. Seifa Ba'avodachos, Vereisha O Ba'avodachos, O Bishte Avodos. It's very possible that the latter Mishnah is talking about one Avodah, but our Mishnah Bosa could be framed as having an invalid mindset either by one Avodah or by multiple avodos. Okay, we'll say, here we go. Yibarilu, another, another question. Another question, we'll say, so, so just to be clear, remember, j- just to maintain focus, our Mishnah introduces us to the concept that if you have dual kavana, right? Remember again, what's your dual kavana? For the sake of Pesach and for the sake of Shlamim, your carbon is invalid. And what we, we're trying to frame, and we'll see the halacha lamaisa, we're trying to frame is that talking about multiple kavanas in one avoda or multiple kavanas in, in different avodos? So remember again, the way the Gemara kind of left off is that we're talking about multiple kavanas in multiple avodos. Because remember, when you get to multiple kavanas in one avoda, that's when we kind of, that's when we, that's when we enter into the machlokas, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Meir. That whenever you say two statements that are contradictory, how do we view that? Right? Rabbi Meir telling us, Tafas Lashon Rishon, just look at the first thing the person said, and anything else is inconsequential. Whereas Rabbi Yossi says, no, you have to pay attention to all of the statements. So just, we're trying to figure out, therefore, what the Mishnah is referring to. Ibai Lo, another interesting case. Pesach Sheshachtu Bishar Yimosashana. Lishmo Vishalashrosa, listen to this case, a totally different case. Let's say you shech the carbon pesach. There's only one issue, which is it's not pesach. It's not pesach. So I will say, so you shech a carbon pesach in Shvat. In Shvat. And when you shech it, you have in mind that it should be the Shmo Vishal Shmo. So I'll say so now understand what's happening over here. So in this case, Shmo means for Pesach. Shalovishmo means for Shlomim. For Shlomim. Shabbos says, look, look at Rashi just a little bit. Pesach, Bishai, Mosashana. It's almost right across. Kigon, Shefrisho, Kodem, Lachin, Yamim, Rabim. You set aside your Karma Pesach in Chodesh Shvat. The Kaimalon, the Kasha, the Shlamim. Shabbos said, that's not a problem because even an animal designated as a Pesach during the rest of the year can be offered up as a Shlamim. So the Gemara says, Bepirkin, Lakamon, Vim Shachtu, the Pesach, Pasol, the Lavs Manehu. Vim Shlamim, Shachtu, Kasher. So let's listen to this. So remember, if you, let, let's say again, I'm, I'm being Mabra Sedra, and I see on oh, this week's parasha, parasha Spo, the Torah says that you have to go ahead and take a carbon Pesach on the 10th of Nisan. I always like to be Machmir, so I'm going to take my carbon Pesach on the 10th of Shvat. So I take my carbon Pesach on the 10th of Shvat, and then I slaughter it. And when I slaughter it, I, I go ahead and I shecht it, L'shem Pesach and L'shem Shlomim, for both. So what's the status of the carbon say? So Mahu, Mi Asi Shalobishmo, Mafikle, Midelishmo, Umachshile. So do we say in this case, the Shalobishmo, the Shalobishmo could go ahead and trump the Lishmo, right? Could go ahead and overrun the Lishmo and therefore again effectively make it kasha. Because I will say, remember again, you have to shift your thinking a little bit. In this case, in order for the carbon to be kasha, what do you need to be dominant? The Shalovishmo. Right? And remember again, the Lishmo is picking, and it says it's just the opposite. Right? Up until now, we've been focusing on the Lishmo is the dominant piece. 
Now we're, we're switching a little bit because remember again, you are offering up a carbon Pesach outside of its prescribed time. So in order for the carbon to be valid, I need the Shalovishmo, which is the Shlomim, to be stronger than the Lishmo, which is Psachim. So do we say that in this case, the Shalovishmo is stronger and therefore trumps the Lishmo and therefore the carbon will be kosher? Olo. Or perhaps we say no, that you've offered up a carbon, shalom, lishmo, and lishmo. Lishmo is always stronger. And therefore, but the problem, of course, is in this case, the lishmo will invalidate the carbon because the lishmo is for a pesach, and it's for a carbon pesach, but it's not pesach. So, kios, rabdimi, amar, amri, so lishmaite, kamed, rabbiyamiya. So, rabdimi came along and said, you know, I once said this over in front of rabbiyamiya. And we said as follows, hoil, vilishmo, machshiro, bismano. So normally, we say lishmo, having kavana lishmo, helps to validate the carbon in its prescribed time. And shalom lishmo, in other words, a non-Pesach designation, helps to go ahead and machshira carbon, shalom bismano, not in its appointed time. Ma lishmo ha machshira bismano, ein motzio midei shalom lishmo. But say, if you offer up a carbon Pesach in its right time, and you offer it up, Lishmo and Shalom Lishmo. The Lishmo itself is not strong enough to conquer the Shalom Lishmo. And ultimately, again, the carbon will become invalid. Af Shalom Lishmo, Hamachshiro Shalom Bismano, Ein Motzio Mide Lishmo Apostle. So to the Shalom Lishmo, when it's not in the right time, will not be strong enough to go ahead and override the Lishmo to make the carbon kosher. Or stated otherwise, it's actually a fascinating cheshbin. If during Pesach, or I should say Erev Pesach, you offer up a carbon Pesach, Lishmo and Shlo Lishmo. I both say, what's the status of the carbon? Lishmo and Shlo Lishmo? Apostle. That's the Mishnah. That's the Mishnah. So what do you see from here? That a Lishmo is not strong enough to essentially override a Shlo Lishmo. So too, when it's not Pesach, a Shlo Lishmo is not strong enough to override a Lishmo. It's a simple cheshven. And he said to me, no, it's not such a simple question. I'll tell you why. Im amrit See, I would tell you that shalolishmo, I both say in ours, or kavana for shlamim, exists by all kavanos. But ultimately, again, the din of lishmo, which means the shame Pesach, doesn't apply to all kavanos. Only applies to carbon pesach by itself. Look at that Rashi. I will say Tamar the Apostle the Psul the Lishmo Shiranoigal Pesach Bishaimos Ashana the Chayvan the Kill Asi Shalom Lishmo Matrim Bider. But Sigmar said maybe not. <coughs> maybe the Kavana Lishmo Kavana for Pesach only applies in a very limited way, and therefore maybe during the rest of the year the Kavana Shalom Lishmo or the Kavana for Shlamim should be strong enough to overcome the Kavana Lishmo. Okay, so we'll say, all the Gemara is just asked, saying is, may, it could, to, to put it a little bit simpler, maybe what the Gemara is saying is like this, maybe when you offer up a carbon Pesach in Shvat, and you offer it up, Lishmo and Shalom Lishmo, in that case, the Shalom Lishmo designation is stronger than the Lishmo. Why? Because it's not Pesach. So maybe Lishem Shlomim should be able to override ultimately for, ultimately, the Kavan of her Pesach. Even though, when offering up the carbon Pesach on Pesach, and you're offered up for Pesach and Shlomim, 
both of those designations are equally strong. Therefore, Allah so that's why the carbon becomes invalid. But if you try to offer up a carbon Pesach and Shvat, and you have in mind for Pesach and Shlamim, you can make the argument that what? The Shlamim designation is stronger than the Pesach designation and should be able to overcome it. So my Havi Allah. Well, so what's the answer, by the way? So at the end of the day, if you try to offer up a carbon Pesach and Shvat, and you've offered up Lashem Pesach and Lashem Shlamim, what is the status of the carbon? To which the mm-hmm. If you offer up Pesach during the rest of the year and you have in mind that is the Shmon Shalal the Shmo, Kasher, ultimately again the carbon is Kasher. So it's actually pretty dramatic. If you offer up your carbon Pesach and Shvat and you have in mind that it should be for Pesach and Shlamim, the carbon is Kasher. Why? Because of us, when we look at a Pesach during the rest of the year, we don't look at it as a Pesach. Rather, what do we look at? It? What do we look at it as a Shlamim? So, and even ultimately, again, if you have in mind Shlomo, it's going to be Kasher. So, what do you see from here? You see from here that Halacha Lamaisa. The, a a, a shalom lishmo designation has the ability to usurp a lishmo designation. Ki shachit nami lishmo v'shalom lishmo. So to even when you shecht it, even during shechita, if you have these two kavanas, lishmo and shalom lishmo, asi shalom lishmo umafik le mide lishmo. Ultimately, again, the shalom lishmo designation should be strong enough to go ahead and usurp the lishmo. Maybe it's a little bit different over here. Why? So the Gemara says, I'm sorry. So we'll say, maybe it's different over here. In other words, maybe this situation is a little bit different than a case. We'll say, maybe what the Gemara now is highlighting over here is maybe there's a difference between a situation where you articulate something versus when you don't articulate something. So Rabbi said, this is actually quite amazing. Because Rabbi said, for example, if a person has kavana to shech the carbon Pesach for people who are fit for consumption versus others, and let's say you shech the Pesach for an entire group, some of the group ultimately are fit, some of the group are not fit. And yet, if you were just to go ahead and shecht it for those who cannot consume it, the carbon would be puzzled. Why is that? Why shouldn't I say that Rabbi say in general, Stam offering of the carbon Pesach is for the group who can consume it. Ella, shiny hecha de amar, mehecha de lo amar. So Rabbi say, hachinami, shiny hecha de amar, mehecha de lo amar. So Rabbi say, it's actually very interesting. The Gemara is making a suggestion that halacha la maybe there's a difference between a situation where you articulated kavana versus when you did not articulate kavana. When you didn't articulate anything, perhaps is like we just kind of like a snapback to default settings. Versus when you say something, we are forced to confront the realities of your words. In a regular case, I will say in that case previously that we, that we discussed, as long as you did not say anything to the contrary, we go ahead and we establish your shechita ultimately again as dealing with lishmo. 
But over here, do we say that stam your shchit is for the people who could eat it? Dilma mimshichi hani ve'asi achrini or mimni aliyah Maybe the original group is going to leave. A new group is going to come for this pesach, and ultimately you don't have kavanah of the right people. This nan nimnin umoshchin umoshchin esedei mimeno achi yishchat. We will see that you are allowed to go ahead and become part of a chabura, join a chabura, leave a chabura up until the point that the carbon is shacked. So we'll say, I apologize that we went fast for this last piece. We'll stop over here for today. But I will say, bottom line is, we will see, we will see that. So bottom line is, that if you have multiple kavanas by our carbon Pesach, on Pesach, the Pesach is going to be invalid. If you have multiple kavanas for Pesach during the rest of the year, that will have to see what the halacha is. But I will say, but for our purposes, what we have to try to figure out halacha lamaisa is when you have multiple kavanas, by one avoda, by two avodos, what's the impact on the carbon? Emir Tzashem Alocha Lamaisa tomorrow.